minutes before they sell out. I'm Megan Lynch. KMOX News Time is 12.08. Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, Home Improvement, KMOX, lots of things happening. The holiday radio show, as Megan mentioned, is upon us. Oh, my gosh, the entire cast is going to be there almost. And uh, at least those that uh, can get a uh, pass from the crazy place where most of the rest of us reside here at KMOX. Uh, the holiday radio show, always fun, uh, perennial favorite, uh, great cause for uh, all the dollars go to charity. Uh, so great idea and just a lot of fun for both the cast and the listeners. Kevin Welch with me here from Helitech. Kevin, you're about to hit the road and uh, go out and uh, keep some more promises? Uh, yeah, I've got a fairly busy Saturday so I've got a couple yeah. of people that need to need to have me out and take a look at some uh, settling issues so yeah. gonna gonna keep on plugging away today and with the dryness again in hour one we were talking about that again what are you seeing out there so yeah with the drying it's just uh, it's causing the soils to uh, to contract and uh, when that happens um, air pockets form um, as we've talked a lot about over the the many broadcasts is the uh, the the clay soil mm-hmm. that we have in the region, um, and what happens is when it dries out, it, it really wants to contract and then causes air pockets to form under foundations, which can then cause foundations to start dropping. Ouch! And then they need yeah. to call you, huh? Yep. Yep. That's what we're here for. N- not something you can fix yourself, huh? Uh, no. No. <laughs> well, unless you can literally pick up and hold up a house and stand still for the next, you know, 100 years. There's been some people that have tried, but uh, not uh, not too much success. Yeah, yeah. So. Then it's a real mess. Talk yeah, about... Yeah, then you're undoing what was done by someone that didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, if you think it was expensive the first time, try undoing it and, do it and paying for it again, then you paid for it three times. Yeah, I always tell people, you know, this isn't fun to do once, um, so you want to make sure you do it right Yeah, and yeah. be done with it. Well, Kevin, how do people contact uh, Helitech, please? So uh, the 800-246-9721 is the phone number and uh, helitechonline.com. All right. Hey, thanks for staying in here with us and sticking around and answering the questions. Not a problem. Having fun. All right. Kevin Welch, Helitech. Uh, he's available, 800-246-9721. Uh, he and many others are still available to help you. So thanks and uh, Merry Christmas to you. God you bless. You too. You too, Scott. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. You Kevin too. Welch. Folks, we've got a lot of things happening. Phone lines still wide open. Uh, I can answer questions the best I can. 800 800- 800-925-1120 or 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. Uh, and we've got lots of things to talk about. Hey, Kevin, don't go away here. We've got a phone line here. Uh, anyway, Phil's got a question about a foundation problem here. I'll tell you what, let's see what's cooking here. Hey, Phil, good, good morning. morning. How can, How can we, help we help you? you? Uh, yes, uh, thanks for your show. I, I really appreciate listening to you guys. Um, I have a situation in a basement that um, where my water main comes in, mm-hmm. there's actually, this is a, I guess I'm the second owner of this home, but there's actually underneath the valve there, there's, they actually built a little aluminum trough to actually, they knew there was a problem, and uh when it the ground really gets saturated, it starts coming in through that area. But you know, 99% of the time there's not a problem. But when we really get some some saturation, 
it, it really comes through that area through there and goes into a closet there. Yeah, yeah so, so the, the water, water line coming through, through actually creates, uh, that's where the water entries enters, excuse me. Well, it's not in the line itself. It's around that area. It looks like it's been patched before, but it's yeah. actually, you know, there's there's water coming through. Yeah, yeah Phil, so those, those are... are those, Those are, are tough, tough fix. fix. Um, that, that line, what, what it wants, it wants to, do to do is when the ground, ground is moving outside, outside back and forth, and forth from dry to wet, dry to wet, it can cause that line to move and push, push it in or pull it out. And, and then, then what will end up happening is it breaks that seal around that line, which then will allow water through it. So you can get some hydraulic cement or there's a product out there called Quick Plug that you can fill in and close it up. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not real visible, um, like when it's dry. Um, I actually took a video of it when it was actually coming in my house, which is pretty strange looking. But yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, I don't. So you're saying it's the pipe that that's moving? Most, Most likely, likely, yes. 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 Most likely. So, so it's either going to be the pipe that's moving, or there's going to be a crack that's formed underneath that entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there was a crack, you should be able to see that. Yeah, which yeah, you can see there's there's cracks uh, that the water is actually coming through. So is that something I can do myself? Or it's something, something that you could, could you know same, same thing, thing you could use that, that uh, hydraulic cement or you know we would come in and do a uh, an injection on a crack which is going to be a, a much more permanent fix. Right. Okay. That's a now in all. Yeah, go ahead. It, 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 it's, it's a combination, a combination of, a, of a, an epoxy surface, surface paste with a polyurethane injection. injection. And that'll close up the cracks and keep them from leaking, and we give you a, give you a warranty with that as well. Okay. And also in another corner there, um, about four feet off the ground, I can see that there is an area that, that the water does come in again only when it's uh, you know highly uh, saturated, the uh the water is that the same type of uh, situation there? Yeah, yeah most likely, likely again a, a crack is formed. Um, sometimes it could be small little pinholes that are allowing water through, but again, all fixable with that injection method. Yeah, how costly is that? Uh, is there a price per crack, or how do you guys do that? You know, it really varies depending upon the size of the crack. Um, but you feel free to give Helitech a call, and we can get a representative on the phone with you and walk you through that. Okay. I actually have an appointment for next Tuesday with Helitech, so. Okay. okay. Great, Phil. That's, That's great. great. We appreciate, appreciate that. that. Okay, sir. Thank, thanks for your information. All I right. appreciate it. All right, All right Phil. Phil take, take care. care. All right. Thanks for the call, Phil. Home Improvement, KMOX. Kevin, thanks for sticking around for that one. I appreciate it. Uh, we've got another caller who lives in Osage Beach down at Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, uh, how far do you go? We go down there. That's down. for sure. Yeah, we've okay. got a rep that uh, they'll either send myself or another guy out of uh, St. Louis, or um, we have uh, a rep out in Columbia, Missouri. Mm-hmm. It's usually going to be him. Okay. Well, let's see what's cooking here. Hey, Don. Uh, let's see what you got. Uh, Don, does that work for you? Yes, it does. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the call, my friend. All right. uh, yes, sir. Go ahead. Can I get an Can I get an idea what it? the cost is to come out and take a look at it we don't charge for our estimates so okay that, it, it would be no no cost yeah and, uh, i don't have anything to write down the phone number 
Okay. Uh, you can uh, you can do a search on Helitech, but it's 800-246-9721, Don. Just a second. Yes, sir. No worries. And, uh, Kevin, you go down to Osage Beach. What is your range? 246. 800-246-9721. 800-246-9721. Okay, great. All right, Don. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Don. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. You're a man in demand, Mr. Welch. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Appreciate your sticking around long enough and, uh, Uh, Not a problem. You want to take this one, too? uh, No, we're going to have to take a short break or else we're going to wind up with uh, too many things. I got you. Anyway, thank you, Kevin. Not a problem at all, Scott. My pleasure. All right. Kevin Welch, Helitech, Scott Mosby here at KMOX. We'll be back. You deserve the finer things. You deserve luxury. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Kevin Welch had to run out and uh, get back to work here. He's been a pretty uh, busy fella here with Helitech. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll uh, answer the questions the best I can. Let's get right to the phone lines, all of which are open, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Let's see what's happening with Kevin. Kevin, good afternoon. Welcome to lunch at KMOX. How can I help? Hi, I'm in the Florissant area, yes, and sir. what I've got is a walkout basement, and what I'm getting is water coming in right where the walkout slab is, and yep. what I was wondering is, will they do an injection there, and we'll have to do some landscaping with that? Uh, typically, uh, do you have any uh, soils around the foundation above that slab on the left and the right of that door, Kevin? I do. Okay. Well, it, oh, you mean above the slab or the door? Uh, the door. No. No, it's it's a straight con- concrete steps down to it. But it, so okay, so this is down below grade is where this uh, basement slab is where it's leaking. Exactly. Yeah, I see what you're. I see what you're up against. Here, here's the issue: is when that foundation was poured, the floor is actually sitting on top of the foundation underneath that door. That water can come in uh, down next to the foundation, up underneath the floor, literally come in from the bottom. Uh, and that's something you're going to need probably Helitech for, and it, it may include some extra work there. Uh, because once you have under, you know, it's like a leaking foundation. However, from the inside of the house, uh, you know, you really have to get down below the slab to collect that water because it's the water pressure that's forcing it up around the door. Or, or Kevin, your door is actually leaking itself, and sometimes we see that as well, that the actual door frame is leaking. But you'll have small amounts of water from a leaking door. You'll have a lot of water from, uh, okay. you know, foundation drains. Does that help you there? Uh, it does. Thanks a lot, Scott. appreciate your help. Okay, Kevin. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. Bye. Uh, and those uh, those basement doors are really kind of an issue. Uh, if you've got one and questions around that, give us a call, 314-436-7900, 436-7900, any kind of water around that. Uh, it's important that uh, we get these run to ground uh, because those basement doors uh, usually have a floor drain on the slab outside. 
after 20, 30 years, somehow that pea trap, which stays wet in the winter, if it gets really cold, that water will freeze and it will fail that drain. So then the floor drain no longer works to catch that water uh, from on the slab at the bottom of the steps. Now, the concrete steps are poured next to the foundation, and you literally have kind of a big hole in the foundation where the door is. The water typically, you think, comes from the top. When you have a leaking slab underneath a basement door, oftentimes the water literally from uh, the water table getting wet soaks up from the bottom and would generally just uh, go into any dewatering system like a drain tile or you know something like that at the door. But sometimes you can also have enough of a water leak just around the frame of the door if your door isn't properly put in or flashed. So there are a lot of reasons why that can be an issue. Uh, so we've got phone lines open, 436-7900-314-436-7900. Our first hour started with Donna, uh, and she really had some rusting ductwork. I thought that was an interesting question uh, because she's purchasing a villa and she's noticing some rust around a basement register. Well, when we have very warm summers, that air conditioning system doesn't run for a short time. It runs and then it runs and keeps running along as it runs a longer, longer, longer time. The ductwork gets colder, 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 which means that you're going to have more condensation. So if there's any kind of water vapor or relative humidity, any vapor in the air down in the basement, and I promise you St. Louis is a wet place to be. We are humid, even in the winter. So that humidity will bead up on the ductwork. So I think her basement duct was really no more than condensation. She's got a heating and curling, cooling person coming. Uh, we also had Mary call about Ridex. Uh, Ridex is a product that's used for uh, cleaning your septic tank. Not a big deal, but it's important to realize that. Um, and uh, for those of you, anybody wants uh, to find out more about Ridex, give me a call, 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120 or 436-7900. Uh, but the Ridex really is kind of like probiotics for your drain pipes, for your sewer pipe. Uh, it just eats uh, solid waste, which could be paraffin wax from shampoo. Uh, so oftentimes the solid waste that we will see around sinks in a bathroom are from the oils from the skin from washing the hands, toothpaste, that gunk, uh, and then just paraffin wax and whatever from bar soap and shampoos. And it, it's important that those things, are, they're oil-based, so they are organic, and they typically stick to the side of the pipe. Well, that builds up and it blocks the pipe after a while unless you have some sort of an enzyme or bacteria that eats that stuff up on the inside of the pipe. So it's important. The uh, probiotic, or if you will, the Ridex here is a great uh, preventive maintenance. It won't open an already clogged line. Uh, we also had a 25-year-old uh, water heater that broke, and it broke, and there was a uh, homeowner's appliance and house warranty from the seller, and it broke in the first year, and really, uh, you know, that's specific to that contract. So you have to read all those contracts to know how all that works, because some pay for a whole new water heater, heater, they'll pay for the upgrades. And it's not like your homeowner's insurance policy. This is a, 
uh, it, it's kind of like uh, a maintenance contract on the uh, repair of your car, only it's for your home. Uh, Chris also had something uh, with a uh, uh, critters around his house, and he said he could put his hand in the hole. That's a pretty good-sized critter. Um, and it, it, ground squirrel, squirrels, you can have a hole that's maybe two inches or so. And if you let them go untreated, they'll burrow underneath your concrete slabs, and you can then have your sidewalk start to tip uh, and such. So having too much burrowing underneath the soil near a door, a sidewalk, or a patio can actually undermine the support of that. So you want to get those critters to move somewhere else. Uh, and you can, you can poison them with something. The problem is on something that big, if he dies inside that hole, uh, then that smell stays there for a while, and I have to dig it up to go get the critter. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, also, Phil had a call in here right before Kevin Welch of Helitech left, and uh, do we go to Osage Beach for uh, Helitech? And the answer was yes. Uh, I want to invite you also here uh, to the Stuff to Truck, Stuff the Truck campaign. This is next weekend at uh, my company, Mosby Building Arts, and we're going to uh, have a Stuff the Truck with toys and uh, uh, non-perishable canned food things. Uh, so please uh, check out callmosby.com uh, for that thing. But it's uh, we're near the intersection of Big Bend and Highway 44 at 645 Leffingwell. It's next Saturday from 10 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. The Blues will be playing, so I will be there at the Stuff the Truck. Come on over and uh, say hello. Uh, bring your questions. Uh, also, bring your toys, uh, new toys. Uh, this is going to uh, help the friends with kids with cancer, also the St. Louis Area Food Bank, so that's important. Uh, let's uh, keep in mind that that's an important thing, and let's go to the phones and talk to Joanne. Joanne, Scott Mosby here. How can I help? I had new uh, uh, commodes installed a year or so ago, and uh, one of them, the handle you flush with, broke this morning. And when I looked inside, they're they're both plastic. Mm -hmm. Can those be replaced with something more durable? Yes. Yes, they can. Keep in mind, Joanne, there's a left and a right. Uh, So if your handle is on the left side of the toilet when you're facing the bowl, uh, that's a left-hand handle. Uh, and then if it's on the right side, keep in mind, so there's a like a left shoe and a right shoe on those things. So when you go to buy them, uh, I would urge you to go to a plumbing supplier uh, to, to get the uh, metal ones uh, because the plastic ones you'll find at all the hardware stores, all the home centers. It will be a little bit more difficult finding something with an actual metal uh, interior on that. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, then thank you for your help. Good idea. Thanks for the call, Joanne. Bye-bye. Bye. Home improvements, Scott Mosby, KMOX, phone lines wide open for you, 314-436-7900 and toll-free 800-925-1120, 436-7900 and 800-925-1120. One of the things that's important this time of year is uh, keeping your uh, electric panel. I know that sounds kind of silly. Just be aware that when you go from a heating season to a cooling season or from cooling like we're doing now to the heating season, It's a wise choice to have the heating and cooling uh, 
technicians show up, check out your furnace, uh, and, and make sure it's ready, winter ready. Uh, check the furnace filter. For those of you that uh, change your own filters, please go out and change your, your furnace air filter. It's right down there at the base of the furnace. And note before you change that that you're putting in the right size, and there is an airflow direction. There will be an arrow on that that points uh, toward the airflow, and typically your airflow goes from the duct work with the arrow pointing toward the center of the furnace itself. So the furnace airflow or the direction of that air filter, that arrow goes pointing typically at the furnace if it's an upflow furnace. But anyway, so just note how you pull the other filter out. Make sure the new one gets installed there correctly. Uh, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby at your service. And we are here live and lively on KMOX for you. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, we are back together live and lively. Stay tuned. A big afternoon here on KMOX, the Rick Edelman Show at 1, 3 o'clock, the business of family business. And then 4 p.m., KMOX Dave Sinclair, Lincoln and Ford Sports Open Line with Alex Ferrario going up to the 5 o'clock Blues versus the Minnesota Wild. Well, it'll be Chris Kerber and Kelly Chase with the call. Stay tuned here on CamOX right now. Phone lines. Let's see what's happening with Sue. Hello, Sue. Good afternoon. How can I help? Hi, Scott. You've probably answered this before, but uh, I'm confused about LEDs and regular replacement bulbs. Um, if I have a chandelier, uh, a, a, um, a ceiling fan, and it says that I can't use any more than 40 watts, can I use a 60-watt replacement uh, bulb LED at 6.5 watts? Uh, yes, you can use the 6.5-watt LED. It's the actual consumption of energy, but it will say comparable to a 60-watt bulb. You only need to worry about the 6.5 watts because LED and CFLs, all these newfangled bulbs, are going to give you a whole lot more light out of the same amount of wattage. You follow? Uh, you mean I could actually get the 40 watt LED and be and get more light than I did from the 40 watt incandescent? Yes, yes. Be careful. I mean, if you go in there and flip that light on in the middle of the night, it might just blow you out of the room because we're talking about a lot of light and a different color. So LED will be a very bright white color. Uh, compared to your incandescence. So make sure you see this bulb if you can. Don't More is not always better in a bathroom. Around a vanity, that's really nice because cosmetics and shaving, that's good. Um, but yeah, if, if it says, if it's a, L, uh, say an LED 12-watt bulb performs like a 40-watt, you know, all you have to worry about is the 12 watts that it's an actual bulb for. Okay, well, I'm actually talking about two ceiling fans in the living room and the kitchen, and they're my only source of light. Yes, those can go up to, I mean, a a couple of 60-watt LEDs will put out as much electric, or not much lumens generally as, you know, a 100, 120-watt bulb, so. Okay, so I could safely use a 60-watt 
replacement, which is 6.5 watt LED. Well, yeah, that's still only six point. You can do up to 40 watt that performs as 200. You know, keep in mind, it's the actual wattage on that bulb. Okay. Okay, thank you. Good question, Sue. And, and if you want to dim those lights, make sure you buy dimmable LED lights. That they, Not all of them are dimmable. Okay. All right. Thank Take, you. All right, bye now. Uh, important thing, LEDs, a great uh, source. They do not put out all the heat of an incandescent, so an LED light, that's why you can use, uh, you know, a higher bulb. But likewise, when you're replacing a 60-watt bulb with an LED, you know, if you put an LED 20-watt in there, that's going to be probably similar to a 150-watt bulb. Read the directions and become very fluent in that and ask for help at the place you buy this because they can really uh, guide you pretty well. On this, uh, let's see what's cooking here with Mike. Hey, Mike. Good afternoon. Welcome. How can I help? Uh, I'm a little more confused after your statement about the furnace filters than I was before. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Regarding, look at the way you took it out and replaced the other one the same way. I am not sure that for the last thirty years I have not been putting these things in backwards. Oh. And. If I have, what is the effect? I mean, they look similar on both sides. So uh, you said the arrow should point in toward the furnace yes, as opposed to out toward my basement. Right. So when I get off work today, I will go home and replace my filter and insert it that way. But if I have been putting them in wrong for the past 30 years, with the arrow pointing in the wrong direction, what is the effect? Like I say, the filters actually look the yeah. same. How does the air know which way uh, the arrow's pointing? Oh, it's like grain of wood or grain on carpet. Uh, it'll diminish the amount of airflow a little bit if you put your furnace filter in backwards, but it's not a, a huge deal. Um, but it's, in, it, I mean, you're paying more to run that blower and furnace than you need to. Uh, in the, today's world of engineering, even your furnace filters have a direction. So the arrow goes in the direction of airflow, Mike. Um, and if, his, if your furnace has an upflow, which means that the air conditioner sits on top of the air, air handler, uh, generally that arrow will point toward your furnace. All right. You answered my question. I thank you very much. I appreciate your show. Good question, Mike. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And next up, let's see what's happening here with Mark. Mark Scott Mosby, KMOX. How can I help? Yeah, Mike, uh, I'm sorry I missed uh, your uh, guest uh, from Helitech. Uh, My question was, I've got a uh, sidewalk that attaches, you know, that goes into my uh, front steps, and it's starting to sink a little bit at the steps. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's something that they do, they would come out and look at? Oh, yeah. They do uh, slab leveling with uh, ejection. It's called mud jacking, but they also do a poly type. So you bet. Okay. Uh, I've got a question. Uh, Do I need to look at any other problems? Like uh, could that cause problems for the uh, internal foundation of anything or, you know, like because I don't have any leakage or anything in my basement or anything like that, but I didn't know if that, you know, dragging that uh, sidewalk down would cause any other uh, 
on any other problems. Um, I would. You've got somebody smart there. So, frankly, I would ask them every question you can think of uh, because it's okay. free to ask the questions. And sometimes uh, if you have water that's eroding the slab, if that big set of concrete steps, if it's connected to the foundation and it starts being undermined the same way as your sidewalk, yes, it can be important for them to address that as well. So I think that's a great question. Okay. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay, Mark. weekend. You too. Take care. I know. Hey, don't you love this weather? We're 60-something degrees. If you can hear my voice, it's warm, sunny, beautiful. (laughs) Take it when you can get it. Scott Mosby. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, let's get back to our phone lines here and see if we can answer these questions and talk with Carol first. Hello, Carol. Welcome to KMOX. Hi, Scott. Thank you for taking my call. I might have missed this, but we have a friend who moved into a 10-year-old home, and um, actually it's like a condo, and they've got like a stinky, moldy smell in their bathroom, Mm -hmm. and they can't get rid of it. They did use bleach, but I think I recall you saying that bleach won't take care of it. Uh, It depends on where it's from. Um, If there's a moldy, musty smell, um, it it could be something with the shower or the tub connection to the drain, whether there's a leak. It also could be on a 10-year-old house. It could have plastic pipes and one of the vent pipes slipped apart, and you may have that smell. What I would suggest, Carol is uh, going to the grocery store and buying some peppermint extract just from the, uh, you know, that area, you know, dollar or two dollars just, uh, and flush it down the toilet in that bathroom. If you smell peppermint 10 minutes later, you know, a real pungent smell, that means you've got a break in the vent line or a drain somewhere. Um, and, and if not, then it's just a cleaning issue around the, uh, you know, like cleaning up bleach in a, in a bathroom and then bleach typically would help it. The problem okay. is when you get water behind a shower wall or water underneath a shower base or tub base, that's where you just can't get to it to clean it. And you wind up with that moldy smell and you may have to pull the bathroom apart to fix that one. Okay. Okay. All right. I want to give her some direction. Thanks for your time today. I love your show. Oh, thanks for calling. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye now. Home Improvement, Camox. we've had some good questions here and uh, moldy smell. Uh, one thing I want to get back to is the Ridex. Uh, Ridex, just 20 ounces of water, mix it up like chocolate milk, and then just dump it down a drain. And it could be a floor drain. It could be a shower, tub, or it could be in a sink garbage disposal and a kitchen sink just fine uh, or just flush it right down the toilet the toilet uh, the it will say that it's for a septic tank what this thing is really for and I want to talk about septic tanks a little bit here for those of you in the outlying areas or even not far from here you can be on a septic system do not use bleach do not use bleach chlorine bleach kills the um, bacteria necessary to treat in a septic tank the waste. So if you use uh, bleach tablets or you put some of those uh, toilet cleaners and you hang that on the toilet bowl or on the tank to um, you know make cleaning your toilet easy, if you have a septic tank, that bleach goes down and it kills all the bacteria in your septic tank. 
And that's where it could cost you ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to replace the field. You do not want to use bleach, uh, so you can use the oxidizer type uh, stuff. Do not use chlorine bleach. The issue is that's why it's important to reinvigorate uh, this bacteria. So Ridex is for recreating that bacteria. It also works in your pipes as well, and it'll be a preventive maintenance. It just eats the scum around the inside of the pipe. So uh, let's go to the phones, talk to Jim. Hey, Jim, Scott here. How can I help? Hi, um, Scott. I, I just recently had a, a new hot water heater put in. Uh, it's located in my basement, and it's a, a gas hot water heater. Um, and it, it's vented up, you know, through a, a, a metal round uh, vent that then goes up through the first floor, the second floor, and then out through the roof. Uh, and, and I think it's like a double, it's like a pipe in a pipe, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, okay. And I've, ever since I've got this, the new hot water heater, um, I noticed that there's like this um, kind of crusty looking, it almost kind of looks like oatmeal. And it's sort of that consistency that's kind of, you know, running down from the the vent pipe up above, as where it goes like into the to the to the floor, um, and and then runs down. Um, and it's not a lot, but I've never noticed that before with my other one. And the only uh, difference in this hot water heater, it's you got to actually, even though it's a gas powered hot water heater, you got to plug it in for some you know device on top that opens and closes for energy efficiency or something okay okay well here, here's what i'd like you to look at uh, jim if you have a high efficient water heater meaning you draw or use the heat to heat the water your flue gas could be cooler and if it is cooler and it cools off too much before it gets out of the house then water vapor happens on the inside of that double wall flue pipe. And that water drips down and it, it, it's actually acid and uh, water vapor that comes down and it'll, you know, it can, it can look like a powdery, crusty material. Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it looks like. And, and that's sort of what I thought. Is that, I'm sure that's probably not a good thing, but I mean, is that going to hurt anything? Um, it's an indication that you may need to use a different kind of flu, but I, I would, uh, or a powered vent, uh, it sounds like you've got a damper on it, maybe a power vent on that water heater. Um, I would, uh, call back whoever put that water heater in and say, Hey, I want you to come take a look at this or take some photographs and send that to them. Uh, because matching the flu pie in the world of high tech now, the more higher efficiency we've become, we've learned to, um, uh, that sometimes we cause problems, and this could be one of those. It's not a huge problem, but it is an indication of a mismatched flue pipe and water heater. So a higher efficiency water heater sometimes results in needing to change the flue pipe as well. Well, I, okay, I don't know how you would, I mean, how would you change a flue pipe and meaning like it goes? It's a big deal. It's just as big a deal as you think it is. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Which is why, you know, frankly, if they're on the edge and it's not, you know, they're not really over the line, uh, you know, they just leave the flu the way it is. It, so that material indicates condensation in your flu pipe. That may not be a cause for changing the flu pipe, but I would just want somebody to take a second look at it. You know, just you, you had enough uh, disturbance to ask the question. So I would ask that, you know, that installer come by and say, hey, yeah, I think everything's okay. Don't, you know, it's all right. So. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's all I need. I appreciate the information. Yeah, Jim. Good question. Thanks for the call. Uh huh. All right. Bye now. Stay tuned. Home improvement uh, wrapping up the second hour here. Scott Mosby at your service. Remember, stuff the truck is happening next weekend, and I'll be there. Uh, it's at Mosby Building Arts. Stay tuned. One o'clock here on Camo X, the Rick Edelman Show. So much more on Camo X.